Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. And we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on. Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Lightford in on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game, leading up until 6 o'clock as the morning roast will take you until 10. We got a lot to talk about today. Both teams, both teams in the Bay Area just continue to win baseball games. As yesterday, the Giants, they did beat the Diamondbacks, or at least last night they beat the Diamondbacks 13-7, to moving to 43-25 and on the year as the Padres and the Dodgers both lost in their respective matchups. And earlier on in the day, the A's have won their sixth straight, beating the Angels 8-4. to We will get to both of those games here in the first segment. Uh, but coming up a little later on today, Alex Dickerson was on with DRK. And finally, uh, we're getting a Giants perspective about these foreign substances. One thing I haven't really heard too much of is uh, any of these players really in the Bay Area talking about it just because none, none of their pitchers are being cracked down for it and they're not being the ones that are uh, they're not the ones that are being out, outspoken about it. So, Alex Dickerson, you're going to hear from him what he has to say about the foreign substances. Madden 22. If you don't know what Madden 22 is, it is Next year's version of the Madden NFL video game. I hopefully it changes this year because every single year, really, ever since I mean, I, I can't even tell you the year, but it feels like it's just we're playing the same game over and over again. It's just with different players. Uh, but Madden Twenty Two, they're going to release their cover for the game today at seven a.m. So there's only about a, an hour and fifty-eight left, and the way that they tease the cover was by putting two goats on it. Two actual goats. So instead of the greatest of all time, there are goats. Like real goats. We're using that term way too much. And the proper assumption is that Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are going to be the two guys on the cover. You got one of the you got the goat currently playing and you got the future goat. It's way, there's way too many goats. But my question is, and where I'm going to go with it, is who's your gamote on the cover? If you had to put two gamotes on the cover, and if you don't know what a gamote is, he's the gamote. That was what Rob Parker called Steph Curry a couple of years ago, the greatest mirage of all time. Who would be your two gamotes on the Madden 22 cover that's going to be, uh, be released in an hour and 57 minutes? Plus, we had some basketball last night as oh, the 76ers had one of the biggest collapses in playoff history. But we do have some baseball to get to, and last night, it was just a home run parade for the Giants. They don't stop hitting, man. That is hit deep. Down the left field line, way back there. Adios, Pelota! Into the tunnel. 
a three-run homer for Buster Posey. His 12th home run of the year, and the Giants jump ahead just like that. Credit NBC Sports Bay Area for the audio. When Buster Posey hit that home run in the bottom of the first, <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking the entire time because, you know, the, 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 the Diamondbacks got off to an early lead. They got off to a 2 nothing start in the first inning because of an error by Lamont Wade over and left. But they were down 2 nothing early. And as soon as Buster Posey comes up, you have in the first inning, he comes up with two runners on because Lamont Wade singled, then Mike Yastrzemski walked, and Buster Posey comes up with an 0-1 count, then hits a home run to left field. Buster Posey, the last time he hit this many home runs through this amount of games that is played, through his 47 home, or for, through, excuse me, through his 47 games played this season, Posey has 12 home runs. The most home runs he'd had in the first 47 games of a season previously, it was eight. Eight in 2010 and 2015, not even his MVP year. Eight. That's just crazy to me. 12 home runs already in 47 games. Clearly the year off uh, is what he needed. And look, in the end, he went three for four in this game and was a big reason as to why uh, the Giants were just getting so many runs on the board and putting so many runs on the board. That in the fact that the Diamondbacks pitching really, really stinks. <laughs> they are they are not a very good club at the moment. I feel terrible for it. But when you hear John Miller on that call, when he says, and the Giants take the lead right away, and all I'm hearing is, and the Diamondbacks fan turns off the TV because they know they're going to lose at this point. <laughs> but that would be the first of five home runs that were hit in this game. Right now, they're leading the National League with 99 home runs overall, which is something I I, I never thought that we'd be able to say about this Giants team. But Steven Duggar yesterday also got in on the accident, and this is a guy that I want to uh, pay attention to. Duggar hits that one well to left field. That sends Peralta back quickly all the way to the wall. Gone! Up over the wall. Opposite field power. And another home run for Steven Duggar. Sixth of the year, 5-2 to two Giants. Six home runs, 17 RBIs, and right now he currently boasts a 305 batting average with a 918 OPS. But I did a little digging yesterday, and I looked at Duggar's stats since May 20th. And the reason that I chose May 20th is because that was the lowest his batting average was uh, at that point in the year. You were already a few games in, uh, just about to hit a month uh, of the season. And since May 20th, at that point, he was hitting 237. He only had one homer. But going into last night, since May 20th, he boasted a 328 average. With five home runs, 13 RBIs, a 946 OPS, 946, that's very good, and a 515 BABIP. Love the BABIP. It was a 515 batting average of balls in play, the BABIP. However, I will say this he has struck out 27 times and only walked four times in that span. So the dude does strike out a lot. He's not exactly going to have the highest strikeout to walk ratio. But as long as he is being speedy in the outfield, getting good jumps in the outfield, and if you look at any of the advanced metrics, he's in the top percentile of that within the league of just getting a jump on the ball. Uh, and he's also incredibly fast compared to a lot of other guys in the league as well. But he is getting on base. He's not doing it necessarily with the walks. Right now, it's strikeout, single, double, home run, but mostly... Actually, he's had you know a few more strikeouts than he's had hits in that time. But Steven Duggar has just been on an absolute tear. And look, this is the type of guy that they need if they're going to at least keep any sort of bat in the lineup and try to replace Evan Longoria. That's what it's all about, is right now you're trying to just put a Band-Aid over the Evan Longoria injury. And Steven Duggar is one of those guys that's really helping out. And right now, not only is he doing it, Lamont Wade has been very good as of late. He was 2-for-6 yesterday with the RBI. Of course, he had the error over in left field early on in the game. But right now, he's got a two seventy three average. 
uh, Brandon Belt just continues to hit incredibly well. He was two for four yesterday with three home run or three RBIs, and one of them being that uh, that home run that he hit later on in the game, and he also hit uh, a leadoff triple, and it was his first time in his career uh, that he's ever hit two lead. Uh, he's hit, ever hit two leadoff triples in an inning uh, in two games in a row. It's the first time he's ever done that in his career. Career. So Brandon Belt. He's got his average up to 248, and it wasn't looking like that beforehand. But it was him. It was Buster Posey. It was Steven Duggar again last night, and he also had a couple of walks to put uh, uh, to add on top of it. Just overall, a solid night with the bats. But man, I feel bad for that Diamondbacks team. I really do. And triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. That's the text line and the phone number. Before I get to the return of a certain player for the A's, however. I want to know from you, which is more, uh, which is more annoying in the in the crowd, the wave. I mean, if you like the wave, then fine. You can feel free to text in and say you like the wave. You don't have a problem with the wave. Is it the wave or the beer cup snake? That officially made its way to San Francisco. Started back in Wrigley Field because some dudes on Barstool Sports told their listeners, hey, do this, and the listeners do it because that's what happens with Barstool Sports. Anything they say uh, to the stoolies and telling them what to do, they're going to do it. So the beer cup snake was a thing, and if you didn't see it last night, that's what Giants fans were starting to do. And I'm just thinking, great, you're stacking beer cups on top of each other. If I was sitting anywhere near them, I'd be super pissed. Just like anytime someone is trying to start the wave, I always get really annoyed because it's like, dude, just watch the game. It's the same with the beer cup snake. I get so frustrated at the beer cup snake. Want to know what's more annoying to you at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero? Is it the wave or is it the beer cup snake? I really want you to weigh it with just one of those answers. But yesterday, I do want to get to this in the A's game as they won eight to four over the Angels and just getting single after single after single uh, in the in in the sixth inning. But Ramon Laureano made his return finally off of the injured list, and this is why this guy is one of the most electric players in baseball, in my opinion. Hit well to right center. Loriano's at the wall. Loriano leaps, and he caught it. He's back, folks. So Loriano goes to right center. You almost feel like he had it all the way. So he robs a home run early on in the game in right center. Just right away, as soon as he comes off the I.L., goes and robs a home run. I mean, the Angels did get up early, and you know he, he might have saved a run here, here or there because they got off to a four nothing start thanks to a Shohei Otani home run, which, which that dude's just unbelievable. Uh, but Ramon Laureano later on in the game, as they were making a comeback, did this to make it four two. It's this one to the left. It's hit well, and that baby's gone deep up the stairway. <laughs> I just love uh, I love Fossey's reaction anytime someone does something like that. But look, the reason that they were able to stay in the game, though, is because Cole Irvin, after all, div- did give up those four earned runs. But Birch Smith and Sergio Romo, two guys who you really wouldn't expect uh, to keep the to keep the A's within a game. They're that they're just in there at that point, not necessarily to save it. They're in that that point just to uh, just to. At least give their other relievers, the ones who have an impact, some time just to just to relax, just because they don't want them coming in in a four nothing ball game. But Birch Smith did his thing, Sergio Robo did his thing, and then Lou Trevito came in and uh, and closed things down. So shout out to the A's yesterday. But Ramon Laureano, I'm telling you, like ever since he's come in at center field, you could just tell he has it. I hate using that. I hate being the guy that uses the it factor. <laughs> you know? But he has it. He's that five tool kind of player, you know, where he can where he can I mean the average needs to go up, but he can hit, he can hit with power, he can run, he could throw, he could field, he could do all those different things. He's the type of guy that you want as a mainstay on your team, no matter who you are. And it, and he's one of those dudes where the average to me 
the numbers, whatever they may say. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's the same kind of thing I feel with Matt Chapman. I know they're genuinely good baseball players. Like, you could just tell. It's not just a fluke anytime they have the high numbers, but anytime they have the low numbers, it's like, okay, whatever, but you at least still know that they're good baseball players and you want them on their team. So that's what happened yesterday. Ramon Laureano making his return, starting off the scoring to get the uh, A's and, I mean, six straight wins coming back in that 8-4 to win over the Angels. That was a big one, and they're at 43-27 and on the season. When is the last time? When is the last time this has happened for both A's and the Giants at this point of the regular season, where they have 40-plus wins already in the middle of June. When's the last time that's happened? I can't think of one. It's been a while. 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in on anything today. But I want to know from you, and I want to have some fun in this next segment. I want to know from you, as Madden 22 is going to be releasing their cover today in about an hour and 45 minutes, the way they tease the cover was they had a commercial with a barn, and out of the barn comes stumbling two goats. So you clearly think that Tom Brady is going to be one of the guys on the cover, and the other guy on the cover, maybe Patrick Mahomes. That's what's being uh, assumed here. But I want to know from you, who would be your two gamotes that would be on the cover? He's the gamote. That's Rob Parker calling Steph Curry the greatest mirage of all time a couple of years ago. Who would be your two gamotes on the Madden 22 cover that's going to be released in an hour and 45 minutes? He's the gamote. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Essentially, all I'm asking is who would be your two most overrated players on the Madden 22 cover? I want to know from you at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero plus. An insane story out of Cape Cod that I read yesterday. It involves a fisherman and a humpback whale. I'll get to all that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The next segment. Steven Lightfoot did on the pregame show. 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Triple A nine five seven nine five seven zero. That is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in on anything today. As the texts are starting to roll in here. And I want to have some fun this segment before we actually, you know, get back to sports because there's been so much going on. The Giants have been a lot of fun to talk about. The A's are on this winning streak. It's just both teams are winning 40-plus games already, and we're in the middle of June. That's just insane. And we've also had what's going on in basketball, and we will get back to that. So we haven't really had too many funky segments on this program, as you have come to know and love the very few of you that are out there at 520 in the morning. But I want to know from you at 888-957-9570. Because Madden 22, the video game, it's coming out. The cover is, at least. The cover's the biggest thing. The cover is the way that you draw people to your video game. MLB The Show did it with Fernando Tatis. It looked sick. It was of him flipping a bat after a home run. But Madden 22 released a commercial a couple of days ago where it shows a barn. It shows a barn, and then out of nowhere, two goats walk out of the open doors. And that's all they said. Then they said July 17th, which is today. 
and it's getting released at 7 a.m. So you assume the two goats who are going to be on the cover, and by the way, they had Peyton Hillis in the commercial. It's been a while since we've seen Peyton Hillis. It's good to know that he's doing well. But I want to know from you. I don't want to know who your two goats are going to be, who you think is going to be on the Madden cover. Hypothetically, if you had to put your gamotes on the on the cover. He's the gamote. That's what Rob Parker said about Steph Curry a couple of years ago, calling him the greatest mirage of all time. Who would your two gamotes be for the Madden 22 cover that's going to be released in about an hour and uh, hour and what? Seven minutes? He's the gamote. Excuse me, hour and 37 minutes. My bad. Who would your two gamotes be? 888-957-9570. Because I got a couple that I would put on there right away. But there is this one crazy story that I want to get to before, as your texts are going to be rolling in, who would your two gamotes be for the Madden 22 cover that's going to be released at 7 a.m. this morning? I saw this story yesterday, and it came out a couple of days ago, but I just couldn't help but just think about the sheer terror that's involved with doing anything that's involved in the water. I am not a big water guy. Sure, I'll go fishing every now and then. I'll go snorkeling. I'll do all those things. But in the back of my mind, there is a terrifying fear that a shark could possibly come out of nowhere and eat me alive. I know sharks don't do that. I understand everything uh, about sharks. You know, I've. Uh, it, it's not like in Jaws where they're just hunting for people. That's not what sharks do. They take a bite of you because they think you're food, and then eventually they're just going to go away because they realize that you're not what they want. I understand all of that. But there still is that fear for me. And I saw this story out of Cape Cod where a guy named Michael Packard, who is a lobster diver, claims that he was swallowed by a humpback whale and then spit out whole alive. Like, the way that he described it was, he was going lobster diving, he wasn't paying attention, clearly didn't hear the big humpback whale behind him, and he says, I was looking at the bottom of the, uh, I was looking at the seafloor, I was 40 feet down, I was looking at the seafloor trying to find some lobster, and then it just went dark. And then he felt it start to, he felt the whale's mouth start to clutch his body, and then eventually... He was just let back out like that. And then as soon as he, the whale spits him out, he realizes he had been swallowed by a humpback whale. That's crazy to me. That is insane. I, I, that, is just as ter- that is just as terrifying as anything else that I've heard. I'm not going, like, this, these are the types of stories for me where I'm just like, I don't want to go anywhere near water. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, you know, that feeling where you watch Jaws or some sort of shark movie. I don't know. Deep Blue Sea, even though that one is actually kind of comical or I, I don't know, 47 meters down or whatever it's called. But, man, I, I'm just thinking, like, if you're in the ocean and somehow you get swallowed by a humpback whale, it's like that thing where you watch those movies you don't want to go into the pool for a little while. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you, you have that little fear of just being in water itself. If this would have happened to me, I'd be done. I'd be done. But this dude hopes to be back diving as early as next week, as he did suffer some injuries, and he's okay. He is okay. But my goodness. And this is the quote. I was inside it. I was inside its mouth. It tried to eat me. That's terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying for the 415 that fisherman has already been debunked the humpback anatomy will not allow it to swallow a human see i was reading up on that as well a lot of people are, don't believe him they don't believe the story that he was telling however there was you know someone who did witness it now he didn't necessarily say uh that it was uh, a humpback whale he really wasn't sure what he was seeing but that's exactly what this dude said. And the way that 
people are trying to debunk it is exactly what you're mentioning, but also... (laughs) You got other divers out there who are saying, look, these doctors are trying to tell you that this can't happen, that this sort of thing is impossible, blah, blah, blah. And the divers like, look, I get it, but those doctors aren't divers. Look, if you're going to really go down to the bottom of the water, you have, as a fisherman, they said, some sort of humble uh, humility to you. You know, like the fish I caught, ah, that wasn't that big. I can catch bigger, blah, blah, blah. You don't necessarily lie about that sort of stuff. So there are people who do believe him and people who don't believe him. And personally, I believe him. That's all I'm saying. I believe this dude. <laughs> if you say you got swallowed by a humpback whale, who am I to say, no, you didn't. What are you talking about? You swallowed by a humpback whale. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just thought about that, and I'm just like... Do when I go out snorkeling, you know, if I ever do, which is really rare, but if I ever do, there is always that fear of something like creeping up behind me. I couldn't imagine being 40 feet underwater, then all of a sudden a humpback whale just comes up behind you and closes on your eyes like some doors, like some mouth doors, <laughs> like in Finding Nemo. My goodness. Oh, from the 408, 888 Did I say July 17th? Excuse me. It is June 17th. My bad. I did say July uh, because this is 5 a.m. and sometimes I get words mixed around. It is June 17th. It is today that it's going to be released in about an hour of a, an hour and a half. And I did ask you at 888-957-9570 if you had to put two of your gamotes on the cover. He's the gamote. Your greatest mirages of all time essentially your most overrated players of all time because the teaser for the cover is two goats. That's it. Just two goats. You don't know who the goats are. It was just literally the animal goats. That's all they that's all they teased. So people are coming out, they're saying it's Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, maybe Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I don't know if they'd want to do that after what Bill Be- what happened with Bill Belichick last season, but nevertheless I wonder, who would be your two gamotes? He's the gamote. Your greatest mirages of all time, as coined by Rob Parker. And this can be all time, by the way. From the 707, Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray are the gamotes. From the 707 also, it's going to be Young Brady and Old Brady. That's from Mikey Dubs. And also from the 206, my gamotes, Tebow and ODB, both had one singular great moment. Odell Beckham, the catch, and Tebow, the playoff W against the Steelers. You stole mine. <laughs> you stole mine. I had Tim Tebow as one of them. Because this whole thing with Tim Tebow on the Jaguars as a tight end, it's a joke. It's a publicity stunt. Nothing is going to happen. I know Tim Tebow probably has that dream of you know playing back in the NFL and Urban Meyer is trying to help him live out that dream. But it's not going to materialize into anything. It's not like he's going to be a, a fantasy type of starter. It's not like it's going to be Gronk coming back out of retirement and immediately just start scoring touchdowns. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be something completely different. He would be my number one. And my number two on there, my gamote, if I had to put one, and I was thinking about this, and you know what? I got respect for this dude. I really do. But I'd put Joe Namath on there. I'd put Joe Namath on there. I didn't even watch the dude play. I know he won a Super Bowl. But when I see he completed, what, 50% of his passes or whatever it was, has more interceptions than touchdowns, and the fact that he won a Super Bowl and was a big part of that era, I've always looked at that and I was just like, you know what, if you had to put two gamotes on there, I'd put probably Joe Namath and then Tim Tebow would be the other one. You you, you, you got me on that one. You really did. From the 707 from Mikey Dubs, the ocean is full of cold-blooded killers. They'll eat you and they'll go on with their day. I'm telling you, it's scary as hell. The, the the fact that like whenever I don't know you know these facts they're whenever they're posted on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the the Uber facts and it says that you know we've barely discovered any of the sea blah 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 we've only discovered a certain percentage that terrifies me <laughs> that really terrifies me and I'm not gonna be the one to do it triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero that's the text line and the phone number wanted to have a little fun because that Madden cover is uh, going to be released today um at about seven o'clock so in an hour and a half we'll see who's on the madden 22 cover but this is what it's all about man this is what it's all about too many goats though 
There's too many goats. You can't have two goats. That's just it. There's one goat. You can't have a greatest of all times. A greatest of all time. It's a greatest of all time. It's singular. It's one. You can't have plural goats. Just doesn't make any sense. And Jerry Rice was on this station when he joined the morning roast. And he just said, there's too many goats. <laughs> I'm the goat. I'm Jerry Rice. There's too many goats nowadays. People throw the way, uh, throw around that term way too loosely. And I agree with them. Way too many goats. We're using goats way too much. Just like that annoying beer snake that made its way to the bleachers in, in that game. Uh, uh, in that Giants game last night as the fans got bored and left field. I'm telling you, if, if, I'd get so annoyed. I'd get so annoyed if I was in left field and that started happening. Anyway, sorry, I don't mean to go off on a rant. 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number. Coming up next, we will get back into some actual sports. Alex Dickerson was on Damon, Ratto, and Kolsky. Listen to what he had to say about foreign substances. I do find this to be an interesting take from Alex Dickerson. We'll get to that. We'll get to the Phillies collapse last night against the Hawks. And then that Clippers Jazz game as well. We'll get into all of that. 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number. Some actual sports coming up next on the pregame show. 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the morning roast. Hang on, that's the wrong button. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. <laughs> oh, man, I'm a mess. 888-957-9570. That is the text slide and the phone number if you want to weigh in on anything today. And, and, I, and I'd like to know from you because I had, uh, you know, we talked a lot about the foreign substances yesterday as it continues to be a story around baseball. Although one of the interesting things is Jacob DeGrom last night going out with an injury. But he is one of those guys who, who according to his teammates, when all this foreign substances, substances stuff was going on, he's one of the, the few guys that doesn't use foreign substances. He is all natural. That's not the way they described it, but that's the way that I just just described it right now. So you can't attribute the foreign substances to the injury, supposedly. Supposedly. Who knows? But I want to know from you, where are you at with the foreign substances? Because yesterday, someone was uh, you know texting in because I played the sound from Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Tyler Glasnow, who essentially blamed his injury because he went out with a UCL and he's trying to prevent Tommy John, essentially, from ending his season. But... Tyler Glasnow was very outspoken about it, chose his words carefully. And, you know, I, to be honest, I haven't really heard him talk. (laughs) Like, that's the funny part about these baseball players is, you know, until they really make the rounds in the media by saying something controversial, that's when you actually hear them speak. It was the same thing with Blake Snell back in 2020. I hadn't heard him talk until... Uh, until, you know, the Players Association and Major League Baseball were feuding over the pay. But when Tyler Glasnow was speaking yesterday, I played the sound and I agreed with what he had to say and he made me look at it from a different perspective. But I also had someone text in saying that you're caving up for these cheaters. And I want to know from you at 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number. Where are you at with the foreign substances stuff at this point? Are you just like, look, ban it. I'm glad MLB is doing this. They are cheating. They are breaking the rules. This is what needs to be done to set a good influence. Or are you on the other side of that where it's just MLB is made? uh, Or are you on the other side of that where you're saying, no, pitchers need to use foreign substances? They clearly need it because... You know, it helps with their motion and uh, they're just so used to using them at this point and they have to change up their stuff in the middle of the season. Or are you at at just the point where MLB has completely screwed it up? Just completely screwed it up. They've made a mess of it and there's really no way of coming back. I want to know from you at 888-957-9570. For the 925, I go into the ocean every now and again myself, but my sister always says stay out of places where you're not at the top of the food chain. That's some incredibly good advice. I, I, I'd, I'd take that as well. And from the 510, 
Nice guy. The lobster diver suffered a dislocated knee. His spotter, the guy on his boat that goes and gets him when he surfaces, said he saw him go down, disappear, then shoot out of the water, flippers first, then he saw the white flipper right behind him. But the craziest part is the diver also survived a plane crash in Costa Rica years ago. That's Mike the Bay Rep. (laughs) I mean, we went through it last segment. But the lobster diver who just got swallowed whole by a humpback whale and then just spit back out and lives to tell the tale. I heard that yesterday, and it was just insane. It, but I, I, I again, let's just actually talk some real sports here as I get sidetracked all the time at 888-957-9570. Where are you at with the foreign substances? Get it out. I'm glad they're putting this 10-day uh, suspension rule on there. I'm glad they're implementing it on June 21st. It needs to be out of the game. Are you on the pitcher's side where you're saying, no, allow them to use whatever they want? This is baseball. Cheating's been happening forever. Or are you just at the point now where you don't care? Major League Baseball has screwed this up by doing this in the middle of the season and make everyone change everything. So we heard from Tyler Glasnow and also Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo said that he's all for players using these substances because if it helps their grip, then the chance of him getting hit in the head by a 99-mile-an-hour fastball is far less likely as opposed to pitchers using it without foreign substances. But Alex Dickerson had a different take as he was on with Damon Ratto and Kolsky as, as he joins them every week, and I did find this really fascinating with what he had to say. The numbers have shown, I think, hit batters are up way higher this year than in the past, so I don't know that it's going to get less safe. At this point, I don't think we can tell yet. I think these next few weeks are going to be very telling on that. It's one of those things where it's been around. It's definitely gotten out of hand in the past few years. And I think there's some balancing act that needs to happen. And we're kind of going, you know, one direction with it here. And we're really going to have to see how players respond. It's one of those things where I don't think there's a clear-cut answer to it right now. But we're going to have to really wait and see. And I think for the most part, I do, I do believe there's going to be some control issues but I also think it's going to probably lead to more balls being accidentally thrown in the middle of the plate than being put in the guy's ribs. Interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I never thought about it that way. I really did it. There's, there's a lot of these players coming out with great angles for it, and I'm, I'm here for all of it because they have a great opinion on this stuff. But I, I did think, you know, using these substances, I really thought about this a lot, and I did think just at this point, if they're not using the substances and seeing what's happened um, in a couple of Giants games, seeing what's happened in the A's games as well, you know, with Chad Pinder, you do wonder, okay, well, did those guys just not locate their pitch? Did they just totally let their grip loose naturally? Or is it because they're not using the foreign substances and people are going toward the latter on that point? And this is what's this is the this is the balancing act for me. When are we going to figure out whether the forward substances are affecting these players and their location, or are these guys just bad pitchers? I'm, I, I'm serious when I tell you this. If I had like a four or five ERA and I wasn't using forward substances, I'd totally blame my high ERA on the fact that they're not letting us use it anymore. I was using these the whole time. What are you talking about? Now they're taking this away? Give it back. <laughs> you know, if I had like a if I had one of those ERAs I was incredibly high, I would try and make some sort of excuse just to mask the fact that I'm a bad pitcher. That's exactly what I'd do. That's exact I'd blame it all on the fact that they are imposing this ten day ban on it. But I never thought of it the way that Alex Dickerson is thinking about it. He feels and, and he's absolutely right on this. The amount of guys on average that are getting hit by pitch are just as high as they've ever been before. I think the stat was before since 1901, which is true. So you're clearly, I don't know if that number is just going to rise or the batting averages are going to rise. Which one is going to? And I also think at this point, baseball is just so creative in the ways that they cheat. And, 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 and Ryan Spader, who's a statistician, he's pretty well known. Um, he has a blue check mark next to his Twitter name. He just went scorched earth on every team, essentially saying the Royals were using these strategies back in 2015. Adrian Beltre, Chase Utley when they were playing, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and then he blamed it on Beltron, New York, and then the Rangers 
for the Astros sign stealing stuff. So I'm not going to lie. Like this stuff, everything that's been coming out lately, and the fact that these pitchers, when they did speak about how the foreign substances affect them, these pitchers essentially did admit, hey, yeah, I've been cheating this whole time. <laughs> like, like that's that's what they did. They just admitted to everybody, yeah, I've been cheating this whole time, and now I'm pissed that I can't cheat because the cheating actually helps prevent injuries. Which, if that's true, then I'm, I, I say allow it every single time. But after all, you are cheating. But I, I did think about this yesterday. Baseball's going to find a way. Baseball's going to find a way at some point. You know, June 21st is when the rule's going to be implemented. The players are going to be suspended with pay, but this is 2021. You're, they're going to figure out more ways than just, hey, yeah, we're going to mix sunscreen and rosin. Can't go with that old school thing anymore to hide it. Let's go with something else. You know, something that the umpires can't catch. These baseball players are crafty with their cheating. These, 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 they're, they're, you know, <laughs> like, 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 they're very creative. Uh, you know, whether it was the Astros using a buzzer or something like that on their shoulder, taping a buzzer, like a, as if they're a FBI informant who's putting a wire on themselves, putting a buzzer on them, telling them that this is the pitch that's going to come. Y- you know, they're going to find a way. That's really where I'm at with this whole thing, is that these pitchers are going to find a way. But I also think that MLB completely screwed this up by implementing this in the middle of the season, because what is the damn point other than to just put your foot down and make some sort of statement. Rob Manfred has just screwed up everything. However, with all of the cheating stuff that's come out, I do look at the Astros a little differently. I know they were caught. I know they won a World Series based on cheating, quote-unquote. But in my opinion, they were just the only team to win and get caught. Still good players. You know, they're still good players. Altuve's still crushing home runs. Bregman's still a good player. Carlos Correa is one of the best shortstops in the league, despite the average and the numbers, whatever it may be. But the Astros just got caught. And I feel like with these players right now, they're good, but they just got caught. And now they have something to say about it. It's just, it's wild. Everything about this entire thing is wild. And then Alex Dickerson continued from Damian Rado and Kolsky, and he proposed something else that baseball can do. I think at this point I'm, I'm comfortable with it. It, it. The numbers were pretty obvious. Batting averages are the lowest since they've lowered the mound. Something needs to, something's got to give there. I do think that we need to work on a substance everybody can agree on and go, hey, here's a little grip. It's not going to turn the turn a 2600 slider with RPMs to 3600, which we have been seeing quite a bit this year. So uh, yeah, in the middle of the season, it's not ideal, but the pace we're going at, I just, I just don't think it's that, that fun of baseball to watch at times. I have a stupid rule. I have a stupid rule that I thought of on the way in. Because after Steven Duggar hit his home run yesterday, I was going through his numbers since May 20th, since the uh, the lowest that his batting average was at this point in the season, May 20th. It was 237 at the time. And since then, he'd had a 328 average going into last night's game. He had five home runs. He had 13 RBIs. He had a 946 OPS and a 515 BABIP. Love the BABIP. Point being, he struck out 27 times and walked only four times, which is a huge amount. That strikeout to walk ratio, like you're not even going with the three true outcomes there where there's a strikeout, a walk, or a home run. It's just strikeout, home run, single double, maybe a triple, maybe a stolen base, but not that many walks. And personally, that's how I prefer my players if they actually had that capability. But I was thinking about it on the way in this morning. I have a really dumb rule that I'm going to propose. Really dumb. Maybe the dumbest rule that's ever going to be instilled in baseball and never will be. But if you want to increase batting averages, increase the... Oh, what's the word here? Increase... The need for hitters to get their average up. If you want strikeouts to be down, if you want averages to go up, if you want this game to get any better, if you want to give the players incentive to not strike out, there's the word I was looking for, had a brain fart there. If you want to give these players incentive to not strike out and to maybe hit for average and try and hit around the shift, you know what I say? Give them a 10-day suspension for striking out over 18 times in a month. 18 times in a month. Do that. If you're going to be imposing these stupid 10-day suspensions for foreign substances for something that might help 
the pitchers control that might help prevent injury for these pitchers? Just do something outlandish. Prevent the strikeouts. Give a 10-day suspension if you're going to have guys striking out all the time. If you want them to prevent that. Like, what else are we going to do here in order to get the averages up? What, move the mound back a foot? Probably not going to work. You're going to bring in a universal DH? Okay, that's fine. I see both sides of that one. But if you want to... You know, increase the averages, give them, give these players incentive to not strike out anymore and not go for that strikeout and not go for that home run. Do something with money. Do something with suspensions, with striking out. It's just, hey, if you strike out this many times, we're going to dock some of your pay. <laughs> you know? Like, do something like that. I mean, that's just as outlandish as it's going to get, and it's never going to happen. But I thought about it on the way in. Let's just make it simple. Don't try to do anything too crazy. Uh, we do have a caller on the line, and I do not have a call screener with me because I am in the studio. So, caller who called in, and you are on hold. You are on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Scott from Vallejo. Scott from Vallejo. What's going on, Scott? How you doing? What do you want to weigh in on? On the sticky, uh, on the sticky tack, the spider tack, right? You know, it's ridiculous that they're even letting them use it like that in baseball. And what's going to be even more ridiculous now is you're going to start seeing it in Little League. Watch. Really? You think so? Oh, yeah. All these, you're going to see more and more of it now because they want to emulate the pros. And if they want to throw, uh, they want to get their spin right up, they want to throw that curveball, they're going to need to get the sticky tack. It's a good point, Scott, but here's the thing. personally, like when I was, you know, when I was younger, when I was playing Little League, and apparently these foreign substances have been used for ever, forever in baseball, I personally didn't know about it just because it wasn't really talked about. So, you know, I, I understand these pitchers are, you know, maybe cheating and setting a bad example, but, you know, maybe it's on Major League Baseball on this one, as well as the pitchers, but at this point it's just giving it this much publicity. I mean, you do have a point, man. It could it could work its way down. Oh, it is. Uh, believe me, if I was a kid right now, yeah, I'd be like, "Give me the spider tag. <laughs> give me that gorilla stuff. Give me some stuff. I want. I want. I want. I want to throw a good curveball. Yeah, I never get my grip. My grip right. My hands aren't big enough. Yeah, give me the stick. Yeah. Oh Anyways. man, I appreciate the phone call, Scott. I appreciate the perspective. Hey. I mean, back in the day, I wasn't, you know, back in the Little League, I wasn't looking for the spider attack. I'm like, hey, get me those Easton batting gloves with the pads on the on the palms. I'm like, those look so cool. Then you put them on and you and you grab the bat, then you realize your grip is just completely different because these big-ass pads are blocking your hands and you can't even feel the bat, really. And you got to get used to it and you got to break them in. That's all I wanted. Oh, yeah, and get me that cool gold Omaha bat that's going to dent after my second hit. <laughs> Please get me that one. And while you're at it, can you get me the DeMarini F2? Because I used it at practice once, and I hit it really hard, and now I need that bat because I hit it well in practice. <laughs> oh, what's changed in the Little League days. Uh, but let's transition here. And if you want to, let me just preface what happened with the Sixers and the Hawks last night with Charles Barkley after the game talking about the 76ers. This was a complete choke job. You don't be up 26 in a must-win game. Listen, first of all, you gave up 40 points in the last quarter. You're up 26. First of all, you, you should have been mad from the last game when you gave up when you gave up the 18-point eight lead. You come home, you play you're fantastic, you get up 26. But the problem, Ernie, is they brag about how good they are defensively. Talking about, well, I should be the defensive player of the year. I should be the defensive player of the year. I'm like, yo, man, you gave up 40 at home in a playoff game, uh, they just choked that away. I could get here and say um, Lou Williams was fantastic and Gallinaro was fantastic to get them back in the game, and then Trey finished it off. But that was – I really want to fly to Philly and just listen to the radio tomorrow on my off day. They, man, they, and let me tell you something, they deserve to get roasted. They do. And here's what got me about yesterday's game in the closing moments. Not only – was it just coming back from that deficit in the fourth quarter by being up big and the fact that you're just letting Lou Williams destroy you, destroy you at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Then Trey Young started to come back, gets that foul on the three-point shot, gets the three free throws. But the thing that got me yesterday, besides just the poorest defense by the Sixers down the stretch, Joel Embiid got off to a hot start early. 
He got off to a hot start early, but he closed off the game only one for five. Now he was four for six from the line, but he did miss a key free throw. Ben Simmons missing a couple of key free throws. Both of them. The two misses down the stretch. And I know we don't pay attention to free throws that much, but when the game is 109-106, to and you look in that fourth quarter and you see with three minutes left that Ben Simmons had missed both of his free throws, then I think you can attribute that in part to many other things with this loss last night. It was also just, it was just the Sixers couldn't knock down a three at all in the closing moments. They just looked lazy at that point. And the Capella, Capella was just killing them on the boards. And, you know, the numbers may not even speak to that, but it felt like he was just getting after it, at least not letting these dudes get the easy rebounds, consistently getting his body in there. And overall, they had 12 rebounds on the day, but they were just getting out-muscled, out-worked, and that has to be... If you are a Sixers fans after, you know, getting swept by the Celtics, losing to the Raptors, losing to the Celtics before that, and now you could possibly lose to an Atlanta Hawks team who fired their head coach, Lloyd Pierce, in the middle of the season to bring in Nate McMillan, who was previously fired from the Indiana Pacers. That's just, it's it's a crazy story to me. A crazy one. On top of... All the injuries that happened yesterday because we did get the update that Kawhi uh, is going to be missing the rest of the playoffs because of the ACL injury. And the Clippers go on and win 119-111 to over the Utah Jazz, going up 3-2 on the series. It's fascinating, man. It's fascinating. Even though it wasn't that fun of a brand of basketball to watch down the stretch in the closing moments there, as you're just watching the Hawks inch their way back, and it is fun to watch a comeback happen. But at some points... I don't know. You just feel bad. <laughs> you know? You just you almost feel like like what is going on right now? <laughs> You're watching something that's historically bad. You're watching KD go off for 49 points, 17 rebounds and 10 assists. You're seeing him go after one of the most historic games, have one of the most historic scoring performances in playoff history. You are seeing one of the biggest collapses in playoff history unfolded right in front of your eyes in game Five. 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number. Coming up next, the morning roast with Bonte Hill, Kate Scott, and Joe, the Butcher Boy They're going to be joined by Oakland Roots coach Jordan Farrell at 7 o'clock, Fran Fischilla at nine tw- or at 7.20, then Giants bench coach and infield coach Kai Correa at 9.20. So stick around. The roast has a great four. Show you. Great show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.